So um, I got into conversation with someone on Twitter the other day with my friend Ryan and like I guess his friend and Ryan, Ryan like made a poll. He made a tweet that was like, do the characters in Arthur have races? And I was like, yes, obviously. And someone was like, no, like. Okay, that is not obvious. No, it's super obvious. It's like it's like explicit in the show. Okay, so. I don't really, I'm not familiar. Okay, I'll explain it. The, okay, the brain. Okay, so one of the characters is the brain. It's, he's like their smart friend. He celebrates Kwanzaa. And, like, on the PBS website, oh. there's, like, a whole thing about Kwanzaa. And then, like, uh, Francine is Jewish, and, like, she has a whole Hanukkah episode. And um, one of the characters is, like, from Sweden and celebrates, like, a Swedish, like, winter holiday or something. And there's also a character uh, who celebrates Ramadan. So, like, they have races, but they're not tied to um, what animal they are. At all, so like a bear. That's progressive. And like a right, <laughs> like a bear and like a cat and like a rat and a, and like a, a monkey could like all be from the same. Like they could all be the same race technically. Isn't that like really good for kids shows? It is. Right? Um, I'm not sure all those are races, but I get what you're saying. What do you wait? What do you mean? Like Jewish? It's not a race. I mean, okay. Some yeah, people argue not... that it. We're not getting into this. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not a race like in the no I know in, like I that just, sense. But I was just trying to annoy you. <sighs> but it's like the the cultural implications are the same. No, it's it's I, you know I don't know that much about Arthur. Like I don't remember watching it that much. Uh, I don't remember character names except Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> we should um, so we should watch it marathon. It. I'm yeah, joking. this is an Arthur podcast now. Welcome back to special podcast unit the show where we sit down and talk about law and order svu the best show in the galaxy today we are talking about episode three of season one called um ellipses or just look like one yep the naming conventions on svu are probably unmatched agreed the best part of the show. <laughs> Wouldn't say the best, but it's definitely the most surprising and um, most amusing. <laughs> yeah, that's a good word for it. It is the most amusing part of the show. This episode, I guess, uh, we we can start with a synopsis. Let's do the um, let's do the like a, just like an IMDb synopsis and rate it on accuracy. Okay, I'll go and look it up. Or do you actually want me to look up one? Yeah. This okay. so this episode like okay. started with a bang. Um, it well, they're in a hospital and they're pulling this woman out of a ambulance and it's this old woman. Um, kind of has nothing to do with the show and you can kind of tell. Um, and she's like, I think I have the AIDS again, which there's a lot to unpack there. Um, <laughs> and they're just the doctors are familiar with her and they're like, okay, like let's just get you inside and it's like they're kind of focusing on that and you can tell something's gonna happen and then this car just pulls up and throws like a young girl on the street and then drives away um and you can tell like she's obviously like you really at that moment i thought she was dead Mm -hmm. but she's not she's just um in a coma and so that's like kind of like how the episode starts and it like it it lingers like there's a shot that lingers on the girl in the street and then it cuts to the theme song. And I just have to say, like, the thing that ran through my head in that moment is, like, is the SVU theme song too happy? Um, you no. know what I mean? Like, is it too upbeat? 
I think, you know, I think if I was watching it for the first time and that happened, I would have been like, oh, like those don't, like the juxtaposition of those don't work. Yeah. But now that I'm so used to it and it's like kind of so iconic to me and kind of just like is the representation of SVU, I don't think so. Yeah. I Does don't that know. make sense? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I just think that it's not. I, I, I'm one of those people that like actually really enjoys like when they cut to like the theme song. It's so radically different. Like I think it's fun. Not okay. F- no, no, no. Fun I know. is a bad way to describe this. But I know it's okay. what you mean. I know what you mean. Um, I think it's. I don't know. I think just like for some reason when I was watching it, I was just like, whoa. I and I like had never really thought about how sort of like upbeat the theme song is before, but yeah. Um, What's the, what's the synopsis? Okay, it's really, really long. Let me just read it for you. Um, or just look like one. It has an 8.3 rating. Um, and this is what it says. Two underage models are attacked, raped, and killed. The detectives identify the background details of the modeling business. That's it. Um, what would you give that, give that out of five on accuracy? Um... I mean, it's right. Yeah, it's true. But it's just, it lacks, it's like a skeleton. Not even. Not even. You're missing it's some like bones. A, it's like a femur. Oh, wait, it says plot synopsis. Oh. Oh, wait. No, there's a longer synopsis. That was just like the plot summary. This is a synopsis. Okay, all right, let's, let's hear that. Okay. After teen model Jasmine Burgess is dumped, beaten, and raped in front of Roosevelt Hospital, Benson and Stabler investigate to find out why a 16-year-old girl was out alone after midnight. Uh, yeah, they really focused on that. Like, they're like, why was she out after midnight? Yeah, it was like, was like, like you don't care where your daughter's at at 3 a.m.? Well, you know what? My parents would be worried. Well, my mom would. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, dig, but my, my parents would be worried. No, they would, but... But, like... If it's, like, a once, like... Like it was one-time, one-time thing. thing. They were yeah. really grilling the dad, and I was like, can you find some suspects? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were was, like... I found that they focused on the time, like, too much. Because if someone's getting attacked, like, you can get attacked at any time. Like, that doesn't mean it's, like, their fault for being out that late. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, I agree. Well, and also, I felt like they should have been sort of on the dad's ass more about, like, his horrible wig that he was wearing. Shut up. Um, we, but we can talk more about that later. That yeah, I think that's more of, like, a conversational thing. really distracted me. <laughs> there was a... Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, where was I? Um, I oh, high levels of drugs in Jasmine's system lead them to take a look at not only the modeling agency with which Jasmine was signed, but also the photographer who was supervising her last shoot and had booted her out because she was too heavy. And I think she was like 115 pounds or something like that. I think she. I think it was even 110. Oh, it was 110. They wanted her to be 100? Something. But she was like... 5'7 or 5'8. Yeah. It's, and I, it's, mm. it's really horrible. And, oh, that just, that makes me sick. Um... Another body is then found by Briscoe and Green. Benson and Stabler are both disgusted by this issue, but Stabler's disgust is aggravated by his and Kathy's worry. Kathy is his wife. Kathy's worry that their daughter, Maureen, who has been refusing to eat lately, may be anorexic. Okay, that's better. Yeah, that's, um, that's a lot better. They I kind s- of focus a lot on, like, the detectives and how they're feeling in this, though. Not, like, the technical, like, this is what happens. Yeah, I don't know. I would probably give that... Plots and office like a like a three and a half out of five, because okay. it's like too specific about some things and then leaves out basically like the whole yeah, middle of like, the episode. It says the name of the hospital. Yeah, like what we don't need to know. Um, we didn't really re- even need to know in the show, other than for like a like a wink wink. 
we're in New York moment, which they tend to do a lot. The first thing that uh, struck me about this episode was like how uh, how the cops and the doctors were talking to each other. Like after the cold open, um, when like the doctor who is who operated on or who was like assigned to the girl mm-hmm. um, Jasmine when they were when she was talking to the cops she was giving them like every little like expository detail that the plot needed to move along and i was like wondering like do cops get that kind of information from like directly from a doctor or do they go in and they like get handed a file and they get to read the file you know what i mean yeah because in all crime shows the doctor says it to them but like that could just be more for like like, exposition and entertainment yeah. value. Like, it would be stupid to have them just, like, read it and know it. Like, it has to be told to them by someone. And yeah. I honestly don't know. I'm sure there is some interaction. Um, but I don't know if it's that, um, like, full of detail. Um, yeah. And they have, like, they communicate that much. Um, and so, moving off from that, when they go to see Jasmine in the hospital they kind of talk about her wounds and like what's wrong with her because she again like isn't dead yet um yeah (laughs) that sounded bad um but she um had 30 puncture wounds from like a hammer like a claw hammer or something like that along with um being she was raped with she had wooden splinters so she was raped with a wooden object which i had to this like truly like i'm not exaggerating like i had to pause it and go like oh my god like yeah. the things and i was like they really like push boundaries here and it's just it's just so horrible and it like made me feel so slimy and weird and i hated it um and it was just like so sad but uh, along with like these like, injuries what they were most worried about is like she had a drug overdose and like that's why she was in a coma and they they were worried that like, because she was so young and just like how many like how much drugs she had in her system like she wasn't gonna make it it wasn't like not that her wounds were superficial, but, like, yeah. they weren't what they were worried about. Yeah. Well, she had, like, uh, like a bunch of amphetamines Benny's. in her system, and they, they find out later that it's Benny's. Um, um, so at the hospital, her father's there, um, and he keeps calling her Jasmine, but her legal name is Teresa, I believe. Mm-hmm. And her legal name's Teresa, but they changed it because she's, like, a really young model. And they, they um, want to trademark her name, like Prince or something. And I like when they said that, I was like, what does that take? Like, what could I just like go to like an office and get my name trademarked? Like, like I like I'm I'm Noah trademark now. No one else can have this name. My name is Anna and there are no other Annas allowed, even though that is one of the most popular names. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I just wonder, like, like, how do you go about doing that? Was it was it like branding you know what i mean because like you can trademark like, like your at name on twitter yeah like or like blue, blue ivy, ivy. Yeah. yeah um or prince or whatever like you can do that I do you have to have like a certain level of fame like if uh, like an average joe like if 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 I, I don't know you if i walked into the office of name trademarking which i assume Exists. is where you have to go if i walked in and i was like uh, okay, hey, I've got my paperwork done. Um, I have over 900 followers on Twitter, oh, sure. over a thousand on Instagram, and I'm ready to I'm ready to Take start to the, the next, next step yep. in my career and trademark my name. Would they be like, get the hell out of here? You know what I mean? Or would they be like, 
mm, you're speaking my language. Drop me some bills. Let's get this going. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, and do you have to pay a fee to the government to like well, trademark your often, name? How like, often do you have to keep paying it, or is it a one time, or is it like a you have to keep paying it? But you know what I mean. Oh, like to keep monthly, it and renew it. But oh. can your trademark expire? Do you know what I mean? Like well, a patent? Like, Did like, trademark expire? Or is that just a patent? I, well, now we're like, running into me exposing myself as being a dumbass. But pat- patents, patents, and copyrights expire, and like you can renew them. That's what I'm saying. But so, trademarks, I don't know, because that's that's different, right? Like anything can be a trademark. Of especially with the emoji stuff. now. What do you, you mean? Can, you can just put that TM after anything. Oh, oh, I thought you meant like emojis in general. Was, no, no. Okay, yeah, no, you can just... Okay, maybe that's how it works. Like, maybe I just need to start signing my name, like, on, on the, the documents That'd and things so that I have to sign ugly. as Noah Stevens, like, my signature, and then I just make a little TM. No. Is that... I mean, is that how it gets done? No, first of all. I know you're joking, but no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, I feel like... Also, usually it's for, like... It, well, it's obviously really business-related things, and usually it's more like a stage name, not really like an official name. I mean, like, Blue Ivy is, like, her name, but also, like, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, they're using that so if she ever wants to, like, create a brand. And, like, Prince, like, he's like, I don't want to be Prince. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, well, that's the thing. I didn't really, I guess what, like, the the, like, crux of the issue here is I didn't really understand why they just trademarked Jasmine. Like, that's not a common name. Or, like, not common I know, like, no one has that. Also, to me, like, I guess I don't understand the industry, and I wouldn't like to, so it's okay. <laughs> but I don't know why you have to trademark a model's name anyways. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree I just don't understand. Well, like, isn't... Um, I feel like that's just stupid and a waste of yeah. your time and energy, but... Who am I? Because my name isn't trademarked, so maybe I'm just not. That's true. My, my name's not trademarked yet, but by the time we recorded episode after this, it might be. So just be mm-hmm. on the lookout for that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so moving on. Mm-hmm. One, one of the units, or one of the notes that I wrote was that uh, the whole unit is working on this? The like, entire Every single unit. person in the unit is working on this case. Like it, Even... It's like they're at the hospital, and it cuts to like the precinct and they're all sitting around in a big circle like drinking coffee like talking about the facts of this case and like theorizing and stuff and i can't imagine that that ever 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 happens unless like someone gets assassinated or something you know what i mean yeah it seemed like all hands on deck kind of like crisis um maybe i mean i don't think like that's how it works, first of all. I think it was just, like, how the episode went. But, like, she was, like, actually pretty famous. Like, I know, like, their photo they had of her was, like, they're like, oh, I see this girl everywhere. Like, she was, like, kind of the next big thing. I don't think that's why the episode did that. I'm just, yeah. like, saying kind of, like... Why? Also, I don't know. I kind of felt like they didn't lean into that enough. No, they didn't. Because I, like... They literally said she was everywhere. And yeah. then they're like, it could be a crazy fan. And then, like, Benson was the one that's like, no, like, this yeah. was way, way, way too personal. And I think even the doctor... Said yeah, something about this being like, like, this couldn't have just been a random person. There's no way you could be this passionate about someone you don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I like, I don't know. I kept wondering, I found myself wondering throughout the episode, like, how famous is this person? And I really remember them saying, like, she was everywhere. She's on every billboard. Yeah, but it's like, um, show me. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, can show, you? Show, don't tell. Because, like, honestly, how they... Well, when they, like, dig into the industry more, they don't talk about her like she was super famous. Like, she was, like, the it girl. But, like, before they get 
and like kind of dive into her like I guess what's the her agency that's um they like are saying how famous she is um so that's pretty it was just really interesting to me I'm, I agree like I didn't I thought they would kind of elaborate more or like talk more about that and they only briefly mentioned like oh this could have been like a stalker or someone who recognized her for just like a second and I was like yeah hmm. and I feel like that is kind of the theory that I don't know, like, real detectives or, like, real police would go with immediately because I feel like that's sort of, like, I don't know, a whole big thing. Like, they would be investigating the agency, like, secondary to that. But I, I don't know. I guess, like, they kind of caught a break really early on. Yeah. And it, like, led them sort of down the path. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff in this episode that was, like, really serendipitous. Like, I agree. Like, I, that's oh, the like that word really for it. just like that really fell into your lap. It's it's sort of like it's like Hamlet. Yes, it's, it's exactly this like Hamlet. Is, was exactly like Hamlet. I have to agree. <laughs> Down to the every detail. Every this detail. was like Hamlet. Speaking of Hamlet, oh my god, oh I god. saw this like I saw this post on Reddit or something the other day, and apparently on Amazon Prime Video there is uh, um uh, like a you know one of those like fireplace things it's like you put on tv like if you don't have a fireplace during the holidays okay so it's like that but it's an entire room and it looks like about the size of the room that we're in right now all right and there's a fireplace in the corner and like a long dining table and the audio like in the background of the video is hamlet which one wait like in the in the in the background of the fireplace like style video or whatever the audio in the background is hamlet and the when you say captions Hamlet, are wrong. Like when you say Hamlet, is someone reading the play or is it like no, the movie? No, it's like audio of like actors reading the script okay. of Hamlet. So there's a lot of like <laughs> versions of Hamlet in the sense that it's been done so many times because yeah. it's so fucking old and, and it's so Shakespeare. Have you but seen... Like, <laughs> I've seen a lot of versions of Hamlet. Have you seen the David Tennant and Patrick yeah. Stewart version of Hamlet? Yeah, I yeah. have. Um, because... I mean, my sister has a Shakespeare quote on her leg forever. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yes. Um, like, my family is big into Shakespeare, so you know I haven't seen that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I have. Um, yeah, that's... It, that's like a literary term when, like, things fall into place. Like, a seemingly, like, yeah, ser- unavoidable... Uh, d- serendipity. Yeah, but that's not... Oh, word oh. Word. Uh, it's like a do... Du- uh, du ex machina. machina. Yeah. yeah. Um, I took AP Lit. I didn't. Yeah. That, uh... How do we segue back into what we were talking about? I don't about? know. I think I have to say that we just had to move rooms um, from yeah. where we were recording originally because um, we are... someone someone walked in. We're recording on the third floor of our university library. Because there are study rooms and it's the weekend. Um, and someone walked in and said they had the room reserved and it kind of just threw us off yeah. a little bit like we, we had just, something like, kind of going and yeah there's no way of knowing that the rooms are reserved like, yeah there's, there's no, no schedule, schedule on the door so like, that's dumb so that just like really threw us off yeah um, I, and we're in a worse room in my opinion yeah but super comfortable this whole room is glass and like we can see people walking by and the, uh, the other room is like where we've been recording so it's like uh, it was just awkward um yeah and i knew one of, i knew one of the people that walked in it's like two people walked in like one person walked in and was like oh sorry and walked out and I thought we were in the clear and then another person walked in and confronted us yeah Um, and I knew the first person who walked in and it's like 
this room that we're in now is literally right next door to the other room. They could have just taken this one when they saw that we were in here, but no. No, yeah. They it just, was that's just too easy. It's too easy. I mean, I don't want to like I understand like wanting to study. I just like really I'm more like annoyed at like the um how the library is like run. Like in the sense yeah, that like this I isn't me mad. This isn't with the library. Yeah, it's the structure of like how this like works and like this system of like reserving rooms. Like I'm not actually mad at them, but it did now I honestly forget what I was going to say. Yeah. So um, I need a minute. Yeah, I do not remember. So we're talking about Hamlet. What we're talking about? We're talking about Hamlet. I don't really remember how we how we got into that. You you were talking about how just like sometimes like oh in the episode like there are just serendipitous moments. Oh yeah yeah. yeah. And I said like, like Hamlet because it, it it I'm sorry I really hated Hamlet. Really I know I, I, I like, like Hamlet. No I didn't hate it I hated the class I took it in I'm so sorry people that were in my class I really am but um, also I think I hated the activities we did with it That's but I fair. remember I made. For one of my assignments, I made a BuzzFeed quiz. Like, can you answer that? Like, what would Hamlet do? Mm-hmm. And so you had to answer it, like, as he would do it. But because he just fucks everything up. Is it on BuzzFeed? No. But, but I made, made it a... for class. It was just a BuzzFeed style quiz. Ah. Uh, okay. Maybe it exists. I want to, yeah, I want to take a Hamlet BuzzFeed quiz. I think I probably still have the document. It was senior year. In this episode, there are a lot of, like, ser- like things just sort of, like, fall into the te- detective detectives laps like especially when the um when the like original law and order detectives are introduced as characters in this episode like the yeah. way that they're introduced is like they're going to the they're yeah they're they're going to no 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 they're going to like another girl's house oh they're like they're already there right. and and the other detectives are already there and uh Elliot is like, ah, oh, what are you guys doing here? And they're like, this is the house of my victim. Yeah. Like, because yep. um, Stabler and Benson were going there to find one of Jasmine's friends who she had left with the night she was attacked. Um, and they went to go like speak with her and like obviously like, have her as a witness. But the other two detectives are there and they're like, this is our victim. We found yeah. her in a dumpster. Yep. And it's kind of like, oh my God. <laughs> It's yeah. such an SVU move. It really is. Just one of those things where you're like, what? Yeah. It's like, are you, are you serious? Yeah. Um, and I was like, cool, cool. Where are they going to go now? Yeah. Like, what the hell? Um, and they're like, ugh, dead end. <laughs> yeah. Very strange. But she Very was strange. She was attacked in the same way. So they're like, hmm, same attacker. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the thing that I wrote about this or like the thing that I kept thinking about this was that uh, the acting styles in SVU and like the real law are like so different yeah and it's, it's the same show kind of but it's so different yeah and like so those two characters it's um I don't remember their names it's the white guy and the black guy like the main two yeah, guys yeah the, the faces of of law and order, law and order. basically so it's it's those guys. One of them is on like the the black guy is like the dad on the Flash now. The, um, you are hundred percent correct. Yeah, he's. <laughs> you said that, and that made sense in my head. He's de- he's like he's Detective West or something on the Flash. But anyway, that's just who they are. Uh, but they're I don't know. Their acting is so much more like naturalist maybe than than the acting on SVU, and I kind of feel like that is really shown in the witnesses or like people they interview on SVU are all like caricatures of real people. 
You know what I mean? Especially in this episode. Like, the dad, Carlo, the photographer, the writer. Um, and then when they pull that thing where it's like, we're looking for Dr. O'Connor. He wrote illicit prescriptions. And they, yeah. like, go up on the roof and there's, like, a doctor and, and a guy like, in a wheelchair. And they're, and they're like, like, oh, Dr. O'Connor. Dr. O'Connor. And he's like, no, I'm Dr. Smith. This is Dr. O'Connor. And, and like, like, rolls a red like a guy in a wheelchair. Yeah, he's, like, a paraplegic. Yeah. And he's, he, yeah. He's, like, unable to speak or really – he's not a doctor anymore. Like, yeah, he, like, got in a car accident or something. And it's, like – Because he had DUIs. Yeah. Um, but it was just, like, super weird. And also, like, their deals with the man who, like – the company – the drug company – or no, not the – the company that, like, wrote the prescriptions. Um, they, like, went and they, like, cut a deal with him, like, immediately. And I was just, like, what? And it was just super weird. And he was, like – they were, like, you had to have known – that Dr. O'Connor was like this, and like you're just writing these, like, yeah, these illicit prescriptions. And he was like, meh. Yeah, that's essentially exactly how that scene went. I agree. Um, and I was like, this is just so odd. Yeah, no, for real. Well, well, I really can't think of another word, but I was just, like, kind of flabbergasted watching it. I was really flabbergasted watching this whole episode. Like, it was a yeah. good episode, but, like, when I sat there and really thought about what was happening, I was like, what? And I, like, I was like... I was physically reacting. I was also working, so, like, people could see me doing this. But I was like, what? And, like, I would pause it and be like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I'm confused. Or, like, where yeah. are you taking this episode? Um, Dick Wolf, are you failing me? And he, I mean, I ended up really enjoying the episode. Like, usually I'm, like, watching the episode afterwards. I'm like, that was pretty good. Yeah, But, no, like, um, yeah, I just, this is such a, this is such a classic SVU episode to me. Like, I think they I were agree. setting their foundation of, like, kind of the tropes they were going to follow and like for sure i just think that it was just i'm they delivered what i expected from svu um yeah Uh, yeah i think so too i i think it was very like not necessarily cut and dry but it was it was formulaic like it like it followed like the crime happens they get a lead the lead goes nowhere they get another lead they interview someone they introduce, and this is the thing, they did this in this episode, they introduced the culprits early on. Very early on. Very early um, on. And they knew one of them. So um, two suspects are this woman named, like, Nina Laszlo, and she works, like, for the agency, um, and she kind of helps the photographer, Carlo, like, Parisi. Um, and, like, they were there on the shoot, like, the night that Jasmine, like, was attacked. Um, and... They're like, they go to the shoot, and it's so weird. I'm sorry, that isn't, I, I don't know. I don't model, but I just feel like that's not what a modeling shoot goes like at uh, all. And no, they were just like, did this like not. dock There's like blocked no off, and these girls, and he's like, yeah, perfect. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, oh, was, also, when they like first like, introduced move. him, I don't know if you noticed this, but there was like 50 like camera noise, just like generic yes. camera noises in a row, but his finger like wasn't on. Yeah, he was just like doing like, he was just like. The shutter button or anything. He he just was like holding the camera and moving around. Like moving around. around. No, yeah. exactly. And also I do remember a specific quote. They were talking to him and he said he was like all right brain. Yeah. And he, I thought that was, it reminds me of those like laptop cases. They're like left brain, right brain. Yeah. I thought it was really um, weird too that he like had a like slight Scottish accent. But had an Italian name. Did yeah, well, that's kind of. That? Well, that's kind of. They debunk that a little bit. Oh, that's right. Um, They're so like we'll he used to, to be later. Carl. Yeah, he was at Carl Pratt. Something stupid. Something. Yeah. Um, but 
this woman, Nina, says that. Like, she helped him become the photographer he is. Yeah. And they keep talking about how, like, how big they are. But, I mean, also, I think it's just SVU. Like, they can't, like... It couldn't be, like, that high profile. But, like, they're like, he did this, this, and this. But he seems, like, just, like, an amateur like, yeah. photographer. And they seem, like, um, like, amateur shoots. So I was, like... And they were just talking about how, like, big they had to be. And, like, this, like... They were just talking about all the stakes at risk and all this stuff. Like, yeah. when they're talking about her and, like... It just made no sense to me because I was like, this doesn't seem like this isn't Vogue. <laughs> like, yeah, I think he was supposed to be based on Terry Richardson because I remember they do base characters. I, they, I, they're really notorious for doing that. I just don't know. Like, I remember something gross coming out about Terry Richardson. I just don't know if it was like in the news when this was when this was going on. In the nineties, I don't know he's only I'm yeah. So October twenty, October twenty seventeen, the shocking list of sexual allegations oh. facing Terry Richardson. But Great. I just don't know if this was like known about in the uh, in the nineties at all. I he's he's known. This article says he's known for his sexually explicit work, uh, and so many interactions with. Subjects were sexual and explicit in nature, but the, all of the subjects of his work participated consensually. Okay, so here's like an a- allegation from 2001, 2005, 2007, 2008. So I guess not. I guess the like, the. Um, I'm sure there are other um, horrible photographers, fashion photographers. I don't know if they needed oh, for a specific. Sure. Maybe they were just basing it off of like. An identity. Like, maybe not a specific person. Yeah. It's, like, kind of weird that, like, I don't know, they even kind of look alike a little bit to me. They do. Isn't that, isn't that weird? Maybe we're just confirmation bias. Maybe, like, you had that idea in your head and you were like, oh, they look alike. Yeah, you know what? That's probably what it was. Because the guy was a lot younger. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's an episode of Bones like that. Anyways. We're not going <laughs> to talk about it, but there is. Um. So these two people, they're on at this photo shoot, like questioning them. And Olivia to Nina, um, like Carlos, like um, assist. I don't want to say assistant. She's like basically like his, his backbone, his business partner, his business partner. Yeah, she help like gets everything accomplished. She always has sunglasses on. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought she, it was just because she was cool, but it's not. Nope. I mean, she is cool. She's, but that's not why she wears the sunglasses. Nope, it's because she's got a mangled eyeball. And she doesn't want the, the world... tape measure man mangled it's her. It's just the measuring man. Oh, the measuring man? Yes. The tape measure man is funnier. It is. Um, <laughs> but Olivia remembers her and says, like, oh, you you testified that you were one of the victims of the measuring man. And he's kind of this... I honestly can't super remember... Oh, they they explained because Stabler doesn't know. See, they do this all the time. Like one of the characters doesn't know yeah. what they're talking about, and they go, "Oh, let me explain it to you." So then the audience also knows. Yes. He um, he was a man, the measure man. Like after he gained like um trust of like he would pose as a modeling scout and like um like pray like go for young girls, and then like when he would gain their trust, he would assault them. Um, and I think did they call him the measuring man because he like legitimately. Or the, he, he, he was like he was like luring so he was like luring little girls or just like women yeah, yeah young to women like his studio and he would take their, their measurements, measurements with a like tape measure and them. then yeah like grope them and then like when he was done taking their measurements he would like assault them because and, that's like I mean that's 
typical in that like way like i mean these girls would do anything to become models yeah and like they can kind of like they recognize that like power imbalance and like that upper hand that they have and i mean he was like posing as he wasn't like he was just like a fraud yeah he was just but like a guy it was just oh but they and yeah so nina says that she was one of them um and that's kind of it and then i think after that like olivia like try like they kind of like oh yeah she's not a suspect like yeah, immediately they just, after that they just like brush her off but they stay interested in, in carlo carlo the photographer and she's always with carlo like she's always there yeah and so like the way that they kind of catch them is that they go they like get a warrant to search their studio and carlo has a safe and um somehow stabler is able to open said safe and how did that's not how they discovered that i don't think no, they will, like, this is just, like, what leads up to it. He, like, he opens the safe and, like, knocks around in it. They're looking for sexually explicit Polaroids that Carlo, like, allegedly took with the girls. Yeah, I can't remember how they... I don't remember how they found that found out. Found out about these Polaroids. But anyway, so they're looking for them. And... Uh, th- what they find instead... Yeah, what they find instead is, a, a like, a sweet photo album of pictures of Carlo and Nina... She's not wearing sunglasses. And also, they're just together. Like, it's just yeah, that they're, they're like, together. They're, they're, like, wearing engagement. It's like an engagement yeah, they're, shoot um, is what it is, basically. Yeah, they're fiancés. And uh, then they bring both of them in to question them. And uh, they're, like, they're like, you guys were together. And then things went sour. So... But they, how they, t- they also, how they kind of catch them is the prisoner's dilemma. Yes. Um, and they explained it. And honestly, all I could think of was world politics. I was like, I know what the prisoner's dilemma <laughs> is. I know it so well. Um, but they also explained the prisoner's dilemma because a literal detective did not know what the prisoner's dilemma was. A seasoned detective a seasoned went, I'm sorry, what? And I'm pretty NYPD sure. Detective. I'm pretty sure it was Munch. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, dude, Munch. Much had to know. Yeah, but they had to explain it to the audience because people don't know what the... Pri- they haven't taken world politics. They haven't taken that SIS course. Uh, I feel like I feel like more people know the prisoner's dilemma than... Oh, absolutely. Don't. I feel like everybody knows what the prisoner's dilemma is. Or even if they don't know, like, the name for it. Like, everybody knows everybody that Everybody knows tactic. the situation yeah, of the prisoner's of dilemma. Yeah. Um, and so they and basically... If, if, if they don't, they can just Google it. Yeah, or it's just like they can watch what they do in the show and be like, oh, yeah. The, yes, I that's know That's the that. prisoner's dilemma. Yeah. Thank you for teaching me. <laughs> um, so they, like, separate them, and they're questioning both of them, and they're like, Carlo ratted you out. And she's like, I made him who he is. And, and then she takes off her sunglasses, and she's only got one eye. She doesn't have one eye. The she's one eye one is, like, opaque. Eye. And it's like, what? yeah. <laughs> I really... <laughs> yeah. Um, um. Yeah, yeah like, that was really jarring. I was like, whoa. Yeah, I don't know why. I figured she had to have something wrong. People wear sunglasses all the time. When I had an eye infection, I wore sunglasses for a really long time, even while working. I just I just wondered, like, if she was, <laughs> like, sad or something, and that's why she was wearing the sunglasses. I'm hiding my sad eyes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bright lights bother me. Yeah. Well, I mean, she, like, No, I get it. She I'm was outside. Being and, a like, dick. <laughs> yeah, she, uh, Well, for the, yeah, for most of at the beginning, when you first meet her, she's outside so it makes sense that she has sunglasses on and then the other rooms are like studios with like a lot of windows and you're like oh it's kind of bright in there she's wearing sunglasses and it makes sense but um yeah she they kind of 
they really go after her. Like, they don't really show the interrogation with Carlo, like, at all. Um, or, like, from what I can remember. Um, and she kind of talks about how Carlo would, like, make the girls, like, perform, like, oral sex on him. Mm-hmm. Like, all this stuff. And he would take Polaroids of it, like, again, in the same way that, like, the measuring man did. Like, because he knew. He was like, you can get on this shoot, like, if you do this. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that's, like... They what? didn't really lean into Carlo being like a high profile photographer enough. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I didn't like that. that's so. No, they did, like I didn't believe it either. And it was just like, it was really really fucked up, and just shows like the like, like, the exploitation in the industry, and just like how yeah, like those just like the power structures and how powerful that is. Like, you know what I mean? And he was like, it was consensual. They wanted to do it. Like they just like they wanted to be models. Like they had that like yeah like even. And also the women, the um, Nina kind of alluded to that too, and it was just like so messed up and just so awful. But um, Nina kind of, well, I mean, Nina confesses, um, yeah, like immediately. Um, they kind of like did it together, but she she was the one started she was the one who killed them. But she called Carlo for help. Yeah, and she was like, "Carlo's level-headed. Carlo always knows what to do." Yeah, she kept saying he always knows what to do, yeah. which was really ominous and horrible. Um, um but she killed them because they went and found the Polaroids and were going to expose him because Jasmine was so upset over being kicked off the shoot. Yeah. I think. Yes. I believe that's what happens. She like she got kicked off the shoot. And she was like, well... Um, I'm over this. I'm over this shit, and you are a horrible human being. Yeah, and she yeah. wanted to move... Like, while she lives with her father, who's like... I'm gonna, like, The father, back to him, the father of Jasmine, was like, she could have become so much. She was so beautiful. Like, the stuff we wanted to do and accomplish. And it was so, like, ooh. Um, it was it, weird. His character was really, his character really was awful. slimy. It was awful. I thought child porn was going to get involved. That's, I, that was like my that was my prediction at the beginning of the episode because I didn't read the synopsis or anything. I didn't either. I, I didn't know I, what to expect. Yeah, and I so kind of like, tried to keep an open mind. Yeah, when they introduced his character, so his character like had brown, like short brown hair, but the top of it was like an auburn color, and you could tell that he was wearing like a like a toupee. But it was, like, really poorly done. Like, you could see the lace on the front of it, and it, like, wasn't blended in well at all. And I don't know, I really don't know if that was meant to be part of his character or if that was, like, Just a choice made by the makeup department yeah, on maybe, SVU. Like, I have no idea. And the actor was like, yeah. yeah he was like, yeah, dude, this for sure. so good. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah, but then... They were like, okay, well, where's her mother? And her mother lived in, she's like an evangelical who like lives in upstate New York. And she gets yeah. down a few days later and she was like, Jasmine, she only calls her Teresa. Um, and she she said, like, Teresa is her Christian name. And I was like, all right. And you could just say given. <laughs> yeah. But um, she's like, she wanted to come and live with me. Like she didn't want to do this anymore, which is super interesting. Mm-hmm. And they never um, follow up on it. No, they really don't. Um, yeah, it's, there's a lot. I know I said this already. There's, like, a lot to unpack in this episode. Like, there's so many, like, little themes and... Yeah, there's... And not they don't follow a lot of them. They kind of just, like, speak it into existence and then they go, mm, okay, back to the crime. Yeah, very, very strange episode in terms of, like, 
using what you introduce yeah. writing wise because they they didn't they didn't really they introduced like a lot of interesting stuff I don't know I don't know if it was like a lot of red herrings you know what I mean like I don't oh that's true and so it it's like been, but... it's just like trying to throw you off but like to me it was just like stuff that like gets raised yeah. and then dropped I don't I don't I want to say it was bad writing but it was just kind of odd and I wanted more from some of them like yeah. I like I kind of liked the direction I thought they would take like when they but um, but they didn't. That was kind of disappointing. Well, I wasn't like, oh, that sucked. But it was just kind of like, oh, yeah, like no, all right. I agree with that. Um, a question I had during the show was, does one of Stabler's kids die during SVU, like in SVU, or am I getting that confused um, with Hotch's son from Criminal Minds? Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Um, I think I don't know if she dies, but I do know, and I can't remember it's. Maureen, or he has a lot of kids. Yeah, he has and like I can't 30 remember. Kids. Um, but I remember she gets like into drugs, and she's just she goes to jail. I do remember that. Like I remember at one yeah. point she's like very very high, or she's like tripping, and they like find her in a park, like, um, and she's just like hardly clothed, and she's just kind of like going yeah insane like slowly, um, and yeah. So that's I know that I don't know if she dies. But she like, kind she of has a she has a downward spiral. Yeah, and she's like it's like a really big like point of contention in the show, and it's like something that like Stabler has to deal with, and it kind of like ruins his home life. Um, yeah. they delve into his like home life a lot, and even in this episode, like his daughter isn't eating, and because of like the weight goals that these girls had, and like kind of like being exposed to that in the industry, he's like very hypersensitive and like hyper aware. Yeah, um, of her like. Um, Potentially Potential, developing yeah, can... an eating disorder or something. He's, like, really aware of it. And he even goes to see... He, he asks uh, for advice from a doctor. Yeah, he goes to see this, like, doctor they meet earlier in the episode. And he's, like, uh, asking for advice about, like, what to do. Like, if he thinks a teenage girl, like, might be anorexic. Or, like, what are the signs to look for and stuff like that. And I thought that was sort of, like... Um, I don't know. Sort of an interesting thing to introduce. And a good thing to introduce in this episode. Because uh, I, I feel like that was a the way that they handled it like the dad going to get information about like you know what do i do was like a much better way than it's been handled in some other tv shows and stuff yeah no i really i thought it was i don't know if endearing is the right word but um i thought they handled it really well um and i think like yeah i don't um i thought it was very um well done how they handled it and like how they introduced like that storyline and honestly like i don't i'm not super well versed in season one so i don't know if they continue it but i think she is kind of the child that has like a lot more problems down the line so i think the storyline is probably like continued carried yeah carried yeah. through maybe this is the one thing they picked up and they're like we're gonna run with it <laughs> all right uh, this worked um yeah um so that's kind of the the whole of the episode um both nina and carlo carl um <laughs> Are arrested because Nina, they were gonna um, the two girls, um, Jasmine and her friend who was also killed, were going to like expose him, and she was like no, um, and yeah, killed him. I know that was really underwhelming, but that's what happened. Yeah, um, um, it, it wasn't. Uh, it was like a gruesome episode in some ways, but it wasn't really as dark as the first no, episode the, to me the first episode no i really like i think they were trying to make a statement with that episode like th they were like this is how deep we're gonna go yeah um no i agree with you like the 
um, circumstances of the rape and um, like her, their wounds was like horrible, but it was still like, I don't think there was as many, yeah, it wasn't as dark. I agree with you. Yeah, for sure. Like that was like, the other one was like just psychologically like horrific. Mm -hmm. Um, And this one wasn't. Mm -hmm. Um, I agree with that. But yeah, um, it was honestly kind of, I really didn't know what to expect. I didn't expect her to have that eye problem. And then she, oh, she had this whole thing about how she used to be a model. She was up and coming. But no one wants you when you're pretty anymore. And that was kind of something that really. No one wants you when you're not pretty anymore. Oh, yeah. No one wants you when you're pretty anymore. (laughs) No one wants you when you're not pretty anymore. And like. Like when your beauty's gone, no one cares about you. Like your value is gone. Yeah. And she was like, you'd be surprised how fast people drop you. And it was just like a sad. It was really sad. SVU does do a good job of like making you feel sympathy towards. The villain. The villains or like the killers or whatever. Because they pretty much like always, not always, but like a lot of the time they give them like a compelling reason that they've committed the crime yeah they always have a very strong narrative and, yeah um, no they really they make them human like you know like it's not yeah, they like really do. it's not like an action movie where you just hate them and like you yeah. just, like see you can kind of like yeah you can empathize with them and like i don't want to say see why they did it like because you can never imagine like some people can like never imagine doing that but you can yeah you really can empathize with them it was like one of those things she was saying that and i felt really bad for her and also you could just tell like she was just like messed up from her relationship with Carlo and like her yeah. like dependence on him was just kind of really difficult. Yeah, I th- I think in a lot of ways like SVU is really good at showing the human side of like a lot of stuff. I mean, obviously they go into in later seasons they present characters or like villains and stuff that just like have no rhyme or reason for what they're doing other than like they're just fucked up people. Um like the one where the guy is like cutting people's legs off or whatever because his mom abused him and she only had one leg and like oh uh, i know exactly what you're talking about (laughs) um and then like the that whole like arc of um benson being like stalked and like almost murdered by that that guy from um i don't know he was in like a like librarian movies or something that used to come on tnt he was like in those um so yeah, they. Uh, I think I think they do, they do a good job. This is a good. This was a this was a good episode on, I, a, on a scale of like awful to great. I would give this a, a, a solid good. No, I enjoyed it. Um, I still like. I think they did the same thing again. Like Stabler had a bunch of one liners, which were really weird. Um, also, I'll say it. They plugged the Steelers when they asked the measuring man. He was like, "I was watching football." Like that was his like. Um, his alibi, alibi. yeah, yeah. Um, and they're like who was playing he was like the Jets and the Steelers and I was like whoop represent but he was wrong um, he was wrong they weren't playing <laughs> I don't remember who was playing but he but, was wrong but also his alibi did check out he was just, yeah, he he was just, just focusing w- on the cheerleaders yeah he, he was more interested in the halftime show they said and I was like oh I was like, God, yeah they just really there is no end like they will go anywhere really and, like, and oh, truly God. they will um no, I actually, I really enjoyed it. Again, like, I just, the classic SVU, I take, it really entertains me. Um, it was kind of difficult to watch, um, but I had my commercials yeah, to make me feel better. Tell, tell me about your commercials. It was what, a very, what were you very... Today? Or what were you getting when you watched the episode? <laughs> Let me tell you. They actually, they kind of change. Usually they're the same thing over yeah. and over again, and I was, and I get really 
it gets really irritating. Also, I think they're longer now. I'm like Hulu, like updated. <laughs> and, and the commercials are longer now. Yeah. I um, don't know anything about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, I get it. I get it. Um, I know my place. Um, yeah, I wrote a few. They say she was raped with a wooden instrument, and then they cut to well. For me, it was cut to a commercial, uh-huh. and like immediately after is this like very upbeat but like sensual iPhone commercial, like for Verizon, with this like very like sultry <laughs> oh, music. God. And I was like, oh. So when you talk about like the the theme song being like the juxtaposition of that, I was like, well, wait till you see like what happens after the commercial because they just want to <laughs> hit you with that like super jarring information and then like leave it and I get it yeah but it kind of doesn't work oh <laughs> or it's just kind of like oh my brain's like I don't know how to how to process all of these at like once get that through like, my brain correctly no my brain's like this is white noise <laughs> um so yeah there was a this apple commercial I played twice in the 90 seconds it's it's 90 to like 120 seconds which doesn't sound like a lot but it kind of is because like I'm lot. used to like Netflix or like other things like without I don't watch that much live TV anymore. Yeah. So it's kind of painful. But again, I saw a lot of Lyrica. I can quote so many commercials. I just... But I didn't find myself as annoyed with them. That's good. Um, I'm glad your viewing experience changed a little bit. Yeah. Um, I'm starting to like them. I feel like I feel like they're kind of working. I'm going to buy the new iPhone. I'm going to get Lyrica. I'm going to get... Uh, get Lyrica? Yeah, I'm going to get it. I think the commercials are really good. <laughs> um... Yeah, so that's kind of my commercial experience. I do wish I didn't have commercials. My sister who pays the bill, um, think about it. <laughs> think about it. I um, I watched this uh, in bed last night at like I watched 2 this a while ago since we yeah. were on a little hiatus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did go on a little hiatus. Um, our, our professors don't understand that we're content creators first yeah and it was like I, I tried to get the dean of students to write a letter to my professor saying like hey like noah won't be in class sometimes because he doesn't want to go he needs to focus on like the content he's creating he needs to focus on this podcast on his tweets on his on his posts and um, they spit on you yeah they did they said go fuck yourself and they said um go to class and yep so yeah um for me i'm a dumbass first Content creator second, student third. Yeah. So it was kind of difficult for me. But um, yeah, we had some rough schedules yeah, these we past did. few weeks. Um, but hopefully we'll be able to get... Uh, give you the content you deserve. The content you deserve. Um, I have no idea what we're going to talk about next, uh, what, what episode we're going to talk about next, but I do know that it's going to be a good one. Um, as it'll all. be sooner. Yes. You won't have to wait as long. I know the anticipation was killing you. Yeah. So I hope this exceeded your expectations or at least almost met them yeah i honestly exceeded expectations is like the main main goal yeah if just barely hitting them or like almost got there that's a fucking win for me yeah agreed oh now it's just where you are this um, is explicit now as always thank you for tuning in and we appreciate it we appreciate it we love you please Come back follow next us. week Please follow us on Instagram at Special Podcast Unit. And on Twitter, and on Twitter. at Special Pod Unit. Um, For quality content yeah. and updates. And uh, make sure you you like and subscribe on wherever you're listening. Uh, CastBox, uh, SoundCloud, or iTunes. iTunes. Thank you very much. I love you. <laughs> Goodbye.